0: Hello, Plainfield Christian Church family. Welcome to our weekly companion podcast. It goes along with our reading plan through the life of David. Uh, to sign up for the reading, uh, just simply text David Readings to 77411. My name is Eric Carter, and each week we'll bring on a special guest to talk more fully about one of the readings from that week. Uh, this week we're joined by Billy Haskins, our adult groups minister. Welcome, Billy. Hey,
1: Eric. How you doing?
0: Doing well, man. Good. This week we'll be going over our reading for Friday, and that reading is First Samuel thirty-one through thirty. Uh, Billy, first I just want to hear from you as you read through this section. Uh, I always feel like God speaks new things to us as we read His Word over and over again. What was new or fresh that God taught you in this?
1: I think God, um, you know, I've been hearing, you know, I've heard of David all my life and his life and his stories, you know, and, and the phrase man after guns and heart is not one that is unfamiliar to me at all, you know, but just in this story, it just reiterated to me what that meant for him and the fact that, you know, these people came in and they took all of his stuff, including his family, his wives, and, and absconded with them, you know, and so what is... Yeah, and so what does David do instead of charging after them? He asks God, "Hey, should I charge after them? What, what should I do? Yeah, what should I do here, you know? And and you know, this is such a common theme for David. Yeah. He's going to God tell me is this okay? Tell me what you want. Right. To do right yeah, and, you know, and so of course God goes on to say, "Yeah, go after him, But what if he had said not to go after him? You know, I have I guess I have to assume based on David's um connection and ultimate trust in God that he wouldn't have you know, and I don't know if I could do that.
0: The difference between him and Saul. Yeah. Saul would have been like, consult God to get kind of like a, a good luck charm, even at times. Mm-hmm. Just lean so hard on, him. like, God, I can't do this without you. Uh, there's a cool, so they go back, God grants them victory, and they take their 600 fighting men and i just want to talk a little bit about when they return so they Mm -hmm. they get all of their stuff back including their families and there were men who went and fought but 200 it said they were exhausted almost looking unto unto corpses uh from the march from losing their families and the men who went over they said i don't think these people should get a reward but david didn't he said Uh, you mustn't do that because of what the Lord has given us. He's protected us. He's handed our our enemies over to us. What does that, what does that say to you about somebody who's going through a time where, where life does not seem fair? We love fair, right? Mm -hmm. You have kids. I have kids. Fair is such a big thing yeah
1: i mean it just i can't, can't tell you a personal story about this it's unbelievable that this came up at the same time so my oldest son graduated first kid that graduated in, on saturday so um i'm kind of i ha, kind of
0: have some crying still
1: no it was good i was good i and i but i kind of have a little anxiety about seats for events like getting the right seats for events you know whether it be a concert or sporting event drives my wife crazy so um I know. So so we get there at nine o'clock to get in line for the doors to open at ten. So the doors open at ten, graduation at eleven. So I was I was really kind of Insistent that we get there at nine, so we get there at nine. We're about halfway back from door seven. They thought you worked
0: there. They thought
1: you- yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we get there about nine fifteen, and the line was already out of door seven at Plainfield High School, halfway to the bell tower. So still not too long. Um, so we got there, and so by the time the doors opened at ten, that line was back around the stadium. I mean, there were just people everywhere. And so they opened the doors at ten, and as we're walking towards the door, it's um, slow going. I noticed this family up here on the left, just kind of mulling around. You know, and they were they did not wait in line. They like cut the line, you know, and it made me mad. I was really mad. And so I kept thinking, all right, do not ruin your son's graduation. Is it really that big of a deal? And this is kind of a similar story, you know, that these guys did not go and fight, and yet David wants to give them all this all this stuff, you know? And so it was just kind of wild that totally. had a relation. And it's
0: always—I heard a similar story once, uh, a preacher telling, and he said there's a big old tattooed guy behind him at a, at a uh, fast food restaurant, and somebody cut. And Americans, we love lines, yeah, like we honor the line. <laughs> we're getting kicked out of the park. This person's like, oh, you know, or the the person I heard telling the story was so indignant, like, how could somebody do that? And the big tattoo guy, was like, hey, we're waiting on this guy to go punch him. He goes, well, God's been pretty patient with me. And it's like, man, like how do we keep in perspective, like all that God has done for us and the the good things that we get? That's just Mm -hmm. blessings, right? That's what we call them. That, yeah. Um, I love at the very end. There's this little scene where David sends gifts to the elders. And he's already come back, got got their stuff, their families. He gave people who didn't deserve it. Then over top of that, he says, no, we need to give some of this away. Mm-hmm. So it's less than what he had before. But he gave a, gave a gift to the elders from that. Just what does that make you think about generosity in general? Oh, man. I mean, for all the reasons
1: that David had to make it all about him. You know, he was the leader um you know and for him to just be that generous and that s- selfless i mean he was not perfect obviously um but in that in those moments you know where he could really take some power or show some power you know he he didn't he kind of he kind of gave it away he was very generous to people and i also you know we talked about this last night in home group a little bit too when he was in the cave you know and cut off Saul's thing I mean he could have killed him this is the guy that was trying to kill him he trying to kill you know so it just I don't know it just just further reiterates to me this is the, his, the heart that David really
0: did have and it's no surprise that this is the man who wrote so many of the songs mm-hmm. that they sang a person whose life is lived in, in worship has an acknowledgement of like no matter what god is doing this for me and I, there's n- there's no way i can outgive give god right no matter no mm-hmm. gifts no loyalty no song i can sing billy i really appreciate you joining us this week thank you uh for those who've listened and we'll be back next week to discuss week four thanks